J.M. and the A.M. on a um, Tuesday morning broadcast. So right after the war started, literally during the first trip that we did to Israel before the war actually started, um, we met up with Sion Leshem, leader of the Naveh community down south, very close to the Egyptian-slash-Gaza border. And uh, we met basically the entire community because we were in the Shalom Hotel in Jerusalem, and that's where they were. And uh, we have had a couple of updates since then from Tzion, who we actually saw live and in person in December, and we were there in Israel. And he is with us live via telephone on this Tuesday morning broadcast. Tzion Leshem, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Hey, Nahum, good morning. Thanks. Always a pleasure. <laughs> now, you told me that, uh, and I'll ask about the community in a moment, but you told me you're in between tours, basically, or in between groups. When these groups come down south, I'm assuming it's near Nave or in Nave, when they're in your area now uh, in February, where do you take them? What are you doing with them? What types of things are they, uh, are they seeing and experiencing during their visits? Right, so... Uh... You can imagine um, uh, in the first few months, uh, many people would be uh, would be would want to come down and see what's going on, but were kind of afraid. Uh, war was happening, and, and and you know, bombing and rockets and all that good stuff. Uh, now that kind of the, the IDF is moving forward with the with the Gaza operation, and the rocket amounts has been have gone down drastically, so many more people uh, feel comfortable coming down and, and actually seeing with their own eyes. Um, and, uh, you know, I literally like almost daily people are coming from all over the world, uh, many, you know, American groups and Canadian and, and whatnot. And they just, they want to come see with their own eyes and feel it. And, you know, I take them to the Egyptian border, you know, show them the tanks that are here guarding us, show them the threats that still are around, you know, coming from the Egyptian border. And, um, you know, I show them how close we are, the proximity to, to Gaza and to Egypt. Um, I show them the amazing farming that's going on here, uh, despite all what we've, what we've gone through, despite the fact that the, the, you know, the professional Thai workers have all fled uh, after October 7th, after what happened to some of their friends. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, you have to remember, uh, Israel is a small country. Yeah. And the um, majority, maybe 80% or maybe more, 85% of Israel's farming is in the south and in the north, you know, the, per- the periphery of, of the country. And, uh, and those two areas of the country are now, you know, completely evacuated and vacant. And it's, a, it's, an, it's an enormous challenge keeping things intact, keeping the farming going. And just, you know, just Nave itself, we have, you know, we have our cow sheds and our chicken sheds. We have, we have tens and tens of, of different crops that we're growing and providing. We have tens of, of, of trucks of produce leaving this region, this area, every single morning, just Nave alone, leaving here, providing for the country. And we have to, we have to keep that intact. We have to make sure that, that keeps going on. Well, well, people want to see it with their own eyes. Is your farming staff at full strength? I mean, I know it's not like pre. No, no, not at all. Not even, not even, not not even close numbers wise. Correct. And it's just, it's an enormous challenge, which we are, we are, you know, taking upon and 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 we're we're doing it. We're fighting it through, and we're going to win it. Um, we're winning, but but it's it's very very hard. And, uh, and again, you know, some of these groups that are coming in, they want to come and volunteer and work. You know, I just had right now, just had a group from, you know, guys from, from, uh, from New York, New Jersey coming in and they worked the picking clementinas, you know, in the orchards right, right outside of the fences of Nave. 
Wow. Um, you know, picking them, and, and later on today, the, the trucks are going to be coming and, and picking that up and uh, providing it to the markets uh, around the country. Now, we first met you, of course, in Yerushalayim when you told us that 100% of the town, I know there were a couple of exceptions, I shouldn't say 100%, uh, were in Jerusalem, uh, were displaced. Uh, what percentage of the community is now back on a permanent basis? Um, I would say probably about 98% are back. So wow. maybe two, three families that didn't return. Um, you know, everyone has their own reason, maybe a bit, you know, maybe a bit more. I'm not sure exactly, but the community is back. Families are back. Life is back. So the biggest issue I guess is security because you said that you don't think that you'd get to a number like 98 this is what you told us a couple of months ago until people felt safe enough, secure enough, uh, you know, peaceful enough uh, in their own heads and their own minds that uh, they'd be able to, uh, to to live without the terror around them and their families. Yeah. So again, it's 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 complicated because on the one hand, you know, uh, living in a hotel, as we've spoken in the past, is, is is not a vacation. It's not a pleasure. It's very very challenging. It's awful. Um, again, you know, when it was when it was immediate danger, we obviously we were evacuated by the IDF and and placed in the hotels. And, you know, it, it is what it is. You have to do what you have to do to protect your, your families. But um, now the times of, you know, it's, it's, it's more calm. You know, we have less, as I mentioned, we have less rocket firing at us. And the, the danger of immediate invasion from Gaza has gone down drastically due to the amount of idiot soldiers, fighters in Gaza taking, ter- t- t- taking care of the terrorists in their homes. Right. Um, but, unfortunately, we have a threat that's not spoken about just enough which is a threat coming from the Egyptian border, which includes uh, includes Gaza terrorists that have fled Gaza from one of the many hundreds or more tunnels that go between Gaza and Egypt, and they could be heading right back, circling right back to us. Now, the fact that the Egyptian border is, is considered to be a peaceful border, um, which to a high extent it is, but not 100%, right. um, but one of the outcomes of that perception is that you, you don't want to, you don't need, or you don't want to create too many protection actions along that border. You don't want to send a message to the Egyptians, hey, we don't trust you, or we we're afraid something could happen. Whatever, we're like, it's kind of playing, you know, kind of dancing the tango. And we're here, the citizens, the civilians, you know, one mile or one and a half miles from the border, uh, and we have to kind of figure it out. Because we don't care, about, you know, we care about the safety of our children. Um, and as I mentioned again, we, you know, I, I joined the security team once we came back from the hotel uh, on October seventh. We the security team was seven people, seven guns. Today we're twenty five and still growing. We're training, we're preparing, um, still trying to you know raise funds for for security cameras so that we can have you know the the relevant uh, warnings at day and night or whatever all that stuff. So that we know that we, we the, the, the most the, the, the most that we can do, uh, we're actually doing, and um, and again, you know, hoping for the best, but preparing for the worst. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask you in a moment how people can can help support the security of uh, Navet. See, unless I is with us live via telephone, how have your children? dealt with all of this when we first met you we discovered that you are a really good prototypical family when it comes to an episode like this because you have children basically of all ages how have they been handling everything over the last few weeks uh yeah so again you know it's it's interesting because uh 
because you know you, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to say this up front, but uh, the kids the kids uh, get used to a lot of things, and, and you know we hear we hear the battles going on in Gaza close enough to hear the bombing again the Israeli Air Force bombing and some of the explosions. Right. Um, you know, some of them are strong to the extent that you know they can make the windows shake, and you know. The kids, at the beginning, they look up to you and they want to see your response and your reaction as a parent. And when they see that you stay calm, so they figure, okay, you know, if my mom and dad are calm, then maybe it's okay. And then it happens again and again. And they get used to it. And, you know, people come and say, oh, wow, did you hear that explosion? I was like, I didn't even notice it, you know. Like, we get used to it. And we know, like, we know inside. We know it's 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 Israeli IDF, uh, you know, bombing Gaza or taking care of the enemy, which is great. Um and uh, so the kids get used to it. Um, I, again, I can speak for my kids. I don't know, you know, some kids probably would be more traumatized from, from the October 7th events. Um, and again, you know, every, every child and every parent and every person uh, reacts, uh, you know, differently. And, and, and I'm sure that there are children in the that are, that are having a much harder time. My children specifically, thank God, or Hashem, well, uh, again, you know, we'll test that in 30 years from now. Yeah, but, no, uh, I, I get that. That's for sure. Sion, are you and and, and this and, and this is not a criticism. If you're not able to, I totally get it. But are you able to uh, get updates from other communities around the area? Those especially that were hit hard and that were in fact invaded by the enemy. We know, thank God, your community was spared by a miraculous, uh, uh, um, uh, by, by a miracle on that day, uh, as we've discussed. But uh, are you able to visit other communities and get updates in terms of how they're doing in terms of trying to rebound from all this? Yes, I'm in touch with some communities, obviously not all. There are many, many communities, unfortunately, that were hit. Um, and, again, it's it's a very, very big challenge. I mean, especially for those communities that were hit really hard and they have many, many people were killed and kidnapped, um, you know, families torn apart. I mean, it's, 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 it's horrible. It's horrifying. And, and, you know, people have to put, pull, pull themselves together and come back. And the fact that their, you know, their, their, their towns are still, you know, to some extent not safe. And, and I also have to say it, some of these towns, some of these kibbutzim are much closer to the border than we are. So if I hear bombing, you know, uh, vaguely, you know, you, you drive two minutes, three minutes closer to the border and every bomb is going to, you know, you feel like it's landing on you, you know, so those those kibbutzim and, and moshavim, those towns obviously are gonna are gonna have to wait much longer until uh, until they return home. I think the government just passed the decision that the the hotels for the for the evacuees from the south will be uh, extended to the till July or something like that. I don't know exactly the details. Wow, but. Um, it's look, it's, it's a war. It's, it's very, it's very serious. And it's, it's, I think it's going to be going on for a very long time. I think, um, more than, more than months. Okay. If you ask me, um, and, uh, it's going to be going on for years and you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision. Do you want to be here in that status or not? And we made our decision. And I think that I, I personally respect very much every decision that any one, any one, any family or any person, any individual makes because it's 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 not easy. It's not easy, and and the fact, you know, the the scenes that people have have, have seen and 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 the events that people have gone through. I mean, I know what I went through with my family, and you know the horrifying moments that we were waiting for the terrorists to invade, and we were wait, you know, and, and rockets firing us and all and all that. You know, I, I can only imagine what went through when terrorists actually made it into those towns and did what they did. And, um, you know, this, 
you know, I mean, people will be talking about October 7th in 50 and in 100 years and maybe more. Um, and then all the events that, that took place in that, in that, in, on that, uh, on that day. And, you know, we're here trying to like, trying to figure it out, you know, what, what, what is the right thing to do? Um, and then what's the best way to do it? And that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Well, you're amazing. You're, uh, you're a great leader who's helping the community rebound uh, through all of this. And uh, anybody out there who would like, is the, the, I assume the cause match page is still live. People can donate there. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I appreciate Nakam your efforts on, on helping us with, uh, you know, getting, raising the funds needed to put, uh, to, to put these cameras intact so that we can actually have that, that an, another layer of protection uh, uh, that the cameras can provide us. Yeah, believe me, so, I, yeah. Wish we, I wish we could do more. slash nave slash nave N-A-V-E-H. Again, slash nave N-A-V-E-H. If you want to get in touch with Sion Leshem because you're bringing a group to Israel or you want volunteer efforts or you want to just see a community that is uh, that is bouncing back, thank God. Be in touch with us. Nachum at NachumSiegel.com will be more than happy to put um, you in touch with Tzion. And uh, you'll be able to uh, to enjoy and be inspired by his tour of the southern region. Uh, Tzion Kalakavod, um, thanks, for doing what you, thanks for doing what you're doing. Uh, uh, today's group, uh, you, you have another one starting in a few minutes. you know where they're from? Do you know what area they come from? Again, I don't know exactly the details. They're from the New Jersey area. Nice. I think from um, Teaneck, but I'm not sure. All right. So we're going to wait and see. Well, send our best. M- work my way. Work, <laughs> my, work my name in there somehow if it's a Teaneck craft. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure I will. Tzion, call a kavod. Be well. Tzion, Leshen. He leads an Avec community, which is one of many. And we're talking about many along the Gaza envelope, as they call it. Um, As we've pointed out over the last few months, they were very lucky, miraculously, because of the the guidance, I'm sure, of the one above. They were spared on that day, October the 7th, even though uh, the enemy had targeted them as well. And uh, their whole community was displaced, as we know. We saw them in Jerusalem early on. And now they're trying to rebuild and trying to rebuild their security infrastructure. Uh, so again, if you want to, if you want Sion to lead a tour, as you see, he presents really well. And if you want to meet him down south, be in touch with us. We'll be more than happy to get you in touch with him. Nachum at nachumsegel.com. Uh, if you want to help out in terms of security needs, etc., causematch.com slash nave, causematch.com slash na. V-E-H. More coming up Tuesday morning broadcast right here at JM in the AM.